With all the doom and gloom in the Second Amendment community, especially over everything happening for the last couple of months in Virginia, how about we talk about some good news? I mean, it happens sometimes, right? Like once every five years or so? Once upon a time in a faraway land, before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's video, the partner of the day today is USCCA. The United States Concealed Carry Association offers legal and financial protection to gun owners should they find themselves in a self-defense situation. They also offer training, education, discounts on cool stuff, and help to compile some of the bills that I'll be mentioning in this video. As an added bonus, throughout the month of February, joining USCCA through my link will also automatically enter you for a chance to win 25 grand, and who doesn't want an extra 25 grand? To get hooked up with USCCA today, visit my link in the description or text DOLL, that's D-O-L-L, to 87222. Gun owners in America are all too familiar with laws being proposed left and right to try and curb their rights, but it's not too often that laws crop up that aim to preserve those rights. Tell me about it. Those same efforts to squash the Second Amendment have lit a fire under some states' butts, and West Virginia, South Carolina, Oklahoma, and Missouri have all introduced versions of the Second Amendment Preservation Act in their state legislatures. West Virginia's House Bill 4168, aptly named Preserving and Protecting the Right to Keep and Bear Arms, was introduced on January 14th with partisan support and would amend the Code of West Virginia with a special article that would define gun rights, define what constitutes an infringement against them, and punishments for anyone who tries to infringe upon those rights. The bill affirms that unconstitutional laws, even on the federal level, would be null and void within the state of West Virginia, and prohibits new taxes, fees, registration, or confiscation of any firearms, accessories, or ammunition, or to any services that would otherwise affect the purchase, ownership, or possession of those items by law-abiding citizens. The bill also forbids local and state law enforcement from enforcing any laws that would affect gun ownership, including red flag laws, and would open them up for legal ramifications and liability should they choose to try and enforce any gun laws anyway. It also would allow citizens to bring any state official or law enforcement to district court if they believe that person is working to restrict gun rights or enforce unjust laws. And, as an added bonus, it would permanently disqualify them from serving as law enforcement or in any political or state capacity in West Virginia ever again. In other words, West Virginia is taking the phrase, defend the Constitution against every aggression, whether foreign or domestic, very seriously. South Carolina's H4704 was introduced on the same day, has a total of 33 sponsors, which is the reason number 267 why I want to move there, and is called the Second Amendment Preservation Act. The act plainly states the right to bear arms shall not be infringed, states that a grand total of zero public funds can be used to implement, regulate, or enforce any law that would affect gun ownership or the purchase of ammo and accessories, and prohibits anyone within the state from attempting to enforce or implement any gun laws, no matter if those laws come from Congress or by presidential executive order. Being that the state has been working on constitutional carry for quite some time, I think this bill has a decent chance of passing. 
Oklahoma's HB 2781 was just introduced on February 3rd and also creates a Second Amendment Preservation Act with the same text as West Virginia. Oklahoma has also introduced Senate Bill 1081, which would prevent the state from passing any red flag laws or enforcing any such laws that might come from the federal government. The bill would also prohibit any state agency from taking federal money to enforce red flag laws. And under this bill, if someone were to try and enforce a red flag law anyway, they would be guilty of a felony. Missouri also has a few versions of the Second Amendment Preservation Act floating around, two in the House and one in the Senate. The House versions have both had their first readings and haven't moved on yet from there. The Senate version, SB 588, was moved forward to the Transportation, Infrastructure, and Public Safety Committee. Currently, it says the committee hearing has been canceled as of January 30th and the website isn't clear if it will be rescheduled. And finally, Kansas is bringing up the rear with both a House and Senate bill that would also ban red flag laws. The bills are both titled the Kansas Anti-Red Flag Act and would forbid any resolution, ordinance, or regulation that would either create an extreme risk protection order or would aid in the enforcement of federal risk protection orders. Again, the bills would forbid any state political division or subdivision from receiving any funds towards developing or enforcing red flag laws. Again, a violation of the bill would be a felony, this time a level 9 person felony. The Kansas felony laws are broken down along a grid, and by this chart, the first offense would give the offender up to a year of probation with a suspended sentence, but subsequent offenses are a year of jail time. And all of this is on top of the Second Amendment sanctuary movement, which is now booming across the nation. Every little speck of green on this map has passed Second Amendment sanctuary laws or resolutions as of January 29th. Alaska, Wyoming, Kansas, and Idaho are completely green, joined by the bulk of Virginia, Illinois, obviously excluding Chicago and Cook County, Nevada, Washington, Colorado, and New Mexico. There are even a couple counties peppered in through New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Maryland. Shocking! I know. Like the movement in Virginia, a lot of mediaites are saying that these resolutions are toothless virtue signaling. But realistically, there is a good argument here for state and local rights, especially when these resolutions are being backed by the local sheriffs that would be responsible for enforcing gun control should any pass. Of course, there are some areas like Citrus County, Florida that, when questioned, have backed down and said their resolution was only symbolic, but that they'd still be playing by state and federal rules. And that is why no one likes Florida. Either way, all is not lost, and it sounds like there might be some good things coming down the pike. That is your Second Amendment and firearm news for the week. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share as all of these types of videos get hit by the little YouTube yellow icon of doom and therefore don't get any ads or slots on the suggested video lists. Or at least they don't get any ads that I'm allowed to profit from. So if you'd like to help out the channel in other ways, you can check out the partners in the description, find me on Patreon or Subscribestar, or give a one-time donation through PayPal or crypto. As always, thanks for tuning in, stay safe, and happy shooting.